If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up to staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz, and I've got Ann Kennedy, my partner with me, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs. We help other companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at outlinesventure.com. Welcome, Ann. Hey, Jillian. How are you this wonderful Monday morning? Fantastic and ready to bite off 2016. What have we got? How about that? Well, you know what? Early in January and every year, people make predictions about what's going to happen. And 2016 is shaping up to be a pretty uh, dramatic year. It's already been called the year of change. Now, you know, you and I have seen a lot of changes over the years. Mm -hmm. um, so it's hard to imagine that this would be the year of change. But nevertheless, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nevertheless, I think that it would be really interesting to um, to roll through some predictions from 10 top uh, notable executives. We found this on Fast Company. Sure, sure, absolutely. So absolutely. do you want to start? Yeah. Sure, absolutely. I would suggest that the only thing that doesn't change is change itself. So, yeah, a uh, year of change, I think it always is, and perhaps it just gets faster and faster. But some of the things that we were reading, specifically even on this Fast Company uh, article and many others that I looked at in the first couple of weeks of January here, um, they don't seem to be that much change. These are things that you and I have been talking about for years, not just months. Sally Krawcheck, for example, CEO of Elevest, her first prediction is uh, listed here, more female founders. I mean, we've been predicting that for, you know, 15 years and we're, you know, making big noise about why isn't it happening fast enough for 10 years. And in the last five years, we're saying, ah, we're beginning to see kind of the movement in the logjam. 
So I think Sally is seeing that too, but she puts an interesting spin on it. She said that not only are uh, we getting beyond this one seat for a woman at every table, which is really awful, right? When you think about it, she's talking about uh, boardrooms. You know, if you only put one seat for a woman in any given board, uh, then we really haven't gotten anywhere. They're still terribly in the minority. What she's saying is more women are finding the entrepreneurial spirit. And interestingly enough, she says they're doing it later in life. And that's something that you and I have also found. First of all, you and I are later in life and we're having another, you know, startup of our own right here at Outlines Venture Group having a blast. But that's not all. There are women building scalable corporations and doing so again later in life. Perhaps that has to do with some of that balance of the, the work-life balance, how do we manage children and so on, marriages, etc. I think it's beyond that, Anne. I think it has to do with this idea that the the life cycle of, uh, you know, the woman runs from the nymph uh, to the mother to the crone. And as they reach the crone, they reach their moment of power. So it's an intriguing concept. And whether there's real veracity in there is yet to be seen. I know there are enough studies out there. Let's go see some double blind ones, right? But in the meantime, I do think that there are more women who are finding that entrepreneurial spirit that are finally getting funded to get it done. So that's a good indicator. And as they build more companies, you increase the size of the pie. You don't simply divvy up the current pie and hope that a woman might get one and a half or two seats. You just have more seats. And when you do that and the woman is running the company and founding the company, then it lifts everybody. So I think that's a pretty exciting um, prediction simply because it brings the next stage of the prediction you and I have been talking about for several years to fruition. And I'd just like to add here that one of the things we've been talking about, oh, several times, uh, at least right here on this this show, is uh, the hard numbers that have now been developed about the effectiveness of having diversity and particular, particularly women on your uh, mm-hmm. boards and as your founders, that the performance yes. statistics are just um, extraordinary, and actually they're not extraordinary at all. They are now becoming ordinary, and I think that the world is beginning to finally pay attention because it's hard to argue with improved performance of, you know, 35%. Um, mm-hmm. And I, too, am really happy to see those days of tokenism, you know, falling by the wayside. Yeah, high time. So let's hope 2016 continues to see that happen. Um, the fact that there are, quote, more uh, female founders, well, the question is, of course, how many more? And uh, you and I are certainly leaning in to hopefully increase that number in 2016. All right, so what do they have for number two on this list? Oh, Ed? I want to take this one because we just re-ran a mashup about this uh, last month over the holidays. Right. Uh, a focus on corporate transparency. This Mm -hmm. just, it is so important. Um, And what I like about what was said in this article um, on Fast Company is that more, well, actually it was Avinom Nowagrodsky. So it's all right. It's Nogrodsky and it's uh, the CEO of Clarizen. Yes. Yes. So Avinom did have some interesting things to say about transparency. And what I really um, enjoyed about it was he said that more 
uh, enterprises will embrace a sense and respond leadership style rather than command and control. Now, for how many years since the uh, the eve of social media have we been saying you cannot control a conversation anymore you are in it whether you like it or not somebody's paying attention i'm so excited yes and again (laughs) that's what 16 to 18 years that we've been saying then since about 1998 um, in which we've been talking about trying not to control the conversation but simply to respond from a position of authenticity in other words understand who you are respond authentically therefore don't try to put a mask on it and um, this kind of sense and respond versus command and control i think those are key terms uh, that Avanom talks about. Brilliant stuff. And then he also talks about in the workplace, which we covered again in our discussion of corporate transparency and what to tell whom and when, um, is that the in-context collaboration is what he calls it, that powers a workplace transparency so that knowledge uh, shifts from specific individuals and a sort of a top-down structure into being shared among all employees so that they can then be transparent for the company and amongst each other and collaborate. It's, it's, a, it's really a sea change in how corporations work, and I, for one, welcome it heartily in 2016. Absolutely. One of the things we do talk about on our shows uh, again in the past is the fact that when you do share information among all employees, then all employees also share all information backwards and so on. You can end up with quite a mess. I would counsel people listening to this podcast to go find our podcast around what to share with who and when, and that is important. Um, but uh, when you do that, you end up with employees like, you know, the busboy will tell you every time he swipes off the peas from the plate, that he's swiping them off too frequently. Therefore, the recipe for peas is not good, right? You won't find that out if you talk to the CEO, the maitre d', the chef, the whatever, right? You only find it out if you ask the right people. And the more information that goes down this uh, kind of not even a ladder, but the great swath of uh, employees in major corporations, the more information is likely to come back to the top. And that's the truth of the matter, uh, as opposed to the whitewashed um, reports that often come from managers. That's the key to transparency and authenticity inside a major corporation. And just a bit of housekeeping, that episode was September 21st of uh, 2015. It is uh, archived on our page on our wonderful uh, host, webmasterradio.fm. I'll make sure a link goes up on our Facebook page so people can find the detail that we talked about. Perfect. All right. So do we have time for number three, or do we need to take a break from our sponsors? I think number three we could do real quick. It's oh, Dan right. Lee, director of Next, Next Desk, and I challenge you to say that three times fast. Ooh, um, Next and, Desk? I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> it's an it increased emphasis on innovation. And, I mean, yes, that velocity has been increasing for, you know, 20 years, and it's just – now, what he says, what we used to be called transfer- transformation is more like transmutation. 
I, I would agree in many ways. Uh, recently, I read an article that would throw that on its end, and I think perhaps we'll run an entire show around this subject, whether one should look to innovation, that 10% improvement or even 1% or 2% improvement, an iteration on a very good idea and keep on going, or whether one should look at the potential numbers that say, well, with innovation and a slight improvement, I might be able to acquire, you know, this much extra capital for my company. But if I throw the whole thing to the winds and I really go for invention, then there's greater risk, but the reward is monstrous. So interesting concepts. I do think we will see more of the innovation because I think that the risk factors or the, the risk tolerance continues to decline among entrepreneurs, among the, um, if you will, the, the mid-level and upper-level management of major corporations and certainly among the venture capitalists who are funding the new corporations of the future. So I think that the lower risk tolerance breeds more innovation than invention. Innovation versus invention. Yes, and, and we will have an episode on that uh, very shortly. But on that somewhat dreary note, we do need <laughs> to take a break because we have wonderful sponsors, and let's let them have, uh, have their say. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents... The 14th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is February 15th, 2016. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 14th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your entry today at iacaward.org. That's iacaward.org. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contest and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm talking with Ann Kennedy about the predictions for 2016. We've heard about more female founders. We hope so. About corporate transparency. And certainly we've been talking about that since the early 90s. And now that um, the innovation versus invention concept. So here's another one, and I honestly was just hearing about this uh, the other day on Marketplace, one of my favorite uh, news radio shows, um, is that uh, tech companies will drive the economy. Now, to some, they meant that may not seem like news, but if you consider the way big iron and auto manufacturing and all that sort of thing, you know, drove the economy for a century, this is a big shift. And this a prediction comes from Shiroi Desai, who's the CEO and co-founder of Guild, and he is uh, – predicting that we will see the U.S. economy continue to expand and go stronger. In particular, we'll see that the tech economy will pick up steam and more unicorns will emerge, along with more talk about a tech, tech bubble, of course. I agree. Um, yeah, the, the bit about, you know, is there a tech bubble? Are there too many unicorns and so on? Uh, those are conversations I'm hearing an awful lot about, especially in Q4 of 2015. And yet I would agree uh, with Shiroi, uh, who is the CEO and co-founder of Guild, by the way. Um, I would agree with him that the... Uh, the increasing number of unicorns is not an indication necessarily of a bubble, but an indication that it is the tech companies that are moving to become those major enterprises that drive the U.S. economy rather than the industrial corporations, which don't necessarily reduce their value below the billion dollar mark, that magic number. Uh, but um, they now join those industrial companies and then they exceed them in number. So uh, power, number, what drives things and so on, uh, you know, the Dow Jones industrial average may change to the Dow Jones technical average. We'll have to see over time. I mean, certainly we have other averages that kind of uh, lean toward the tech companies. But, you know, who is everybody listening to? It's still the Dow Jones. Uh, let's see what happens in 2016. See if, see if the NASDAQ comes up in uh, exactly. equal uh, place at, on the stage there. So. Exactly. Exactly. Going into tech, um, here's another good one. Live video takes hold. And this is from Gwen Jamiri, who's the CEO of Naturalicious. Mm-hmm. That and, was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what did uh, Gwen say about uh, live video? She said that in 2016, more business owners will connect with customers using live video 
platforms like Periscope and then, of course, Meerkat. Um, and she, her company makes natural hair care products. And she said that small businesses have hopped on the bag bandwagon, but big brands aren't doing it yet. And she uh, proposes that they are missing a huge opportunity to convert sales. She points mm-hmm. out that Periscope is one of their main social media tools and it helps them make sales and build real solid relationships with customers who become like friends. I guess it's sort of like talking to your customers on FaceTime, you know? Exactly. You know, many years ago, I mean, this, this must have been 20, 30 years ago already, I was visiting um, Disney World and Epcot Center. And in particular, I remember a scene in which uh, a family was having a birthday party for a little child and uh, an uncle was busy fixing a car at a garage shop, you know, whatever. Oh, yes, I'll be there. Oh, yes, I'll be there. And then finally he does show up and he shows up as a holograph. Because, of course, he's at his shop. And so he attends the event. And everybody thought that was just, oh, my gosh, the world of the future in which people would attend from different places, you know, and and be remote. We're doing that now. We're doing it with screens still. We don't just kind of have them filtering around in our room like little uh, ghosts or something floating around. Um, But I I get the concept. And the concept is that it can be as uh, present as the human body being present um, for so much, you know, of, of what goes on. Now, you know, the, the uncle can't play with the choo-choo train on the, on the ground, you know, the little brio or whatever, uh, but he can do everything else. He can sing songs, he can celebrate, he can laugh, he can see the gifts, he can share whatever it is, uh, and so on. So uh, you can do the same sort of thing as you connect with your customers. And I do think that uh, because there is a declining amount of time to move around from shop to shop and the shops are declining themselves, certainly the uh, Christmas uh, reports from 2015 indicate again that while online shopping was robust and the economy did nicely enough, um, the Main Street stores just crashed and burned again. Uh, so with people not meeting their goals in large numbers, um, I do think that Gwen is onto something with Naturalicious. And I do think we're going to see more uh, major corporations taking advantage of that ability to connect with people. We saw the little chat with me boxes come on. That was years and years ago. They didn't get a whole lot of traction. People do use them, but they can be as annoying as they can be useful. Now I think we're going to see some serious use as we move from words to video. And let's not overlook the geographical reach. You can reach many more customers in faraway places when you're right. doing something like live video than could ever possibly walk into your place of business. That's right. Right. So uh, what we're saying is imagine that you will get onto the Home Depot website and you will be able to show the fellow on the other side what your nut looks like so he knows what the bolt must be or what the hole looks like so he knows which spackle you're going to need or whatever it is. So that will be very interesting. I think major corporations will start using it and they will span entire countries in the world. Interesting stuff. What's next? All righty. You're going to love this one. Better mobile content. 
Really? Yeah. Which really? year was the year promising? of mobile? Do you remember which year was the year of mobile? Oh, that would be, let's see, 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, the, the answer is D, all of the above. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it certainly is all of the above. Is it finally here? More, and well, not just more mobile content, but is it going to be better now? I mean, we've made it the year of mobile. We already all got our mobile phones, right? We've got them. Would somebody give us better mobile content? So who says yes and why? Juliet Dom, who is the Executive Director of Communication and Marketing at the University of Virginia Darden School of Business. And she points out that we use smartphones, tablets, and wearable gadgets to get things done, to seek and share information, and explore new ideas and places, often while we're on the go. She told this in an interview with Forbes magazine. The brands, she says, that will thrive in 2016 will be those that excel at capturing the customer's attention and trust by delivering the right content in the right dose at the right moment informed by the right data. And that may sound easy, but you and I both know from uh, our development experience that is not easy, but it needs to be done. Absolutely. And uh, I would say that you and I have in our portfolio a number of companies that are working on exactly that, right? Brett Approved, for example, is a travel company for accessibility, uh, for travelers with accessibility needs. They're working on a mobile app now, and they are bringing, if you will, a targeted content to an audience that really needs it. And it is in, you know, short bites and on-the-go information and so on. So they're moving to that mobile platform. We know that uh, Gail Romero, with whom we work at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, she has a company about um, uh, communications and education for women in both micro businesses in third world and in larger business uh, in the first world as well. She is providing mobile information at four minutes and six seconds, not to exceed it. So that's in the right dose. And at the right moment, it's when they go to their mobile phones to go get that information around business, funding, finance, all kinds of things. She's even teaching women in Malawi to uh, raise funds to run for government office. And she's doing the whole thing via mobile. So again, we're seeing these kinds of companies do that kind of work. Um, and we're, uh, we even have a company that's working on things like mobile analytics and, of course, has much larger applications as well, but predicting, if you will, the next seven days based on previous data. So predictive analytics and so on, also delivered by mobile, for mobile, and around it. I would agree with Juliet that better mobile content is on the way because the tools are there and there's a lot of focus on it. Okay, so I think you should take the next one. Okay. Well, Ann Pritz, who is the CMO of Sabaro, does anybody want pizza? Okay, she says that marketing will embrace honesty. How about what that? Was, how about that? <laughs> I've been Man, in marketing for 45 years, and mm. I just want to say that it is not the world I started, the Mad Men world I started in. I can know. only imagine, yes. It wasn't for me either. Um, honesty, if you will, or transparency and honesty in marketing is not intuitive at all, and People look at, well, marketing and particularly advertising as being, you know, full of hooey, full of baloney, and uh, you just got to get past the advertising to find out what's true. Well, she says that gone are the days of creative liberties. Transparency in brand marketing is paramount. Well, 
Let's hope that will be true. Uh, we've certainly been talking about it for a long time. So uh, let's see. She says, consumers expect, no, demand honesty in all marketing efforts and believe in brands that tell it like it is, she told Forbes. So Forbes again gets her uh, interview. So stick to the facts, seamlessly integrate those facts into your advertising, communicate openly, and make it extremely easy for guests to have a two-way conversation with you in real time. So again, she's talking about mobile information, right? Mobile communication in real time. They're not coming back to their homes and getting on their laptops and then having a real-time conversation with you about whether that pizza was any good or even whether the server was any good. They're doing it via mobile right there at the restaurant, and that's what she's telling you to do. So making sure that people have real-time communication between representatives of a brand, the humans behind the brand, in other words, and the consumer is critical. I would say that's important. Um, Certainly, the consumers are already talking to themselves, so that ship sailed. The least you could do is dive in that conversation and own up when things go wrong, celebrate when things go right, and have a good time with everybody on a very human scale. Um, I think she has a point. We've been talking about it for, what, 20, 30 years now, Anne? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm so we need, it's a, speaking it's a, it's of advertisers, a, we need to take a break so our sponsors can chime in. They, of course, all speak honestly because they're great sponsors. So we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today is buying something that is made in the usa important to you how do you know that it really is made in the usa certified inc is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling if it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from then it's also important for your customers Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to CEO Coach. Uh, Ann, what have we got left on our list of the things that we're likely to see in 2016? Okay, there are only three, and they're 
pretty straightforward. One is more tech that talks, which we already know. I mean, we can Mm. talk to our devices now. They can talk back to us. Um, All kinds of things talk to us. I'm expecting my refrigerator to start talking any day now. Um. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. And again, um, one of our uh, one of our companies, right, Brad Approved, is working on a voice operated mobile app. Now, that's for specific audience, again, for people who want to review properties from an accessibility point of view, but it makes it more inclusive. So part of the um, accessibility push, uh, for example, that Google went through and they said, well, we prioritize uh, websites, you know, for the, for their benefit, if you will, when the website is accessible, um, this is the next step. I think that talking to your devices and having devices talking back, I think that is coming up. So that's kind of a in the beginning stages, as opposed to some of the others we saw that are just rounding out and coming to fruition. Right. And what uh, this one came from the CEO and co-founder of Course Horse, his mm-hmm. Nihal Parasarathi. Um, yes, Parasarathi, yeah. Um, and uh, he says that uh, we are going to see a huge wave of consumer adoption technologies that will help us uh, do this better. Um, you know, our personal responsibilities like stocking up in essentials, health and wellness, that kind of thing, um, that will primarily they will connect to our phone um, since we, have the, we carry this talking device around with us all the time, you know, yeah. and so that that's going to happen. Does that mean the subway and the bus is going to get a whole lot more noisy? Well, I don't know how it is where you are, but the buses up here talk to you when you get on. You know, here in oh, Portland, everybody in the bus talking to their cell phones. Well, I hope they put their earbuds on or their Bluetooths or something okay. like that. You know, I think that's just polite, right? Yeah, because the noise level would definitely rise. You know, uh, okay. Number nine, a growing demand for gigs. Now, what does this mean? And this is uh, Jeff Shane, CEO of reference checking company Allison and Taylor. What he means is that professionals will be looking for part-time stints instead of full-time jobs. Um, They're increasingly choosing freelance jobs because they want more control over their lives, have flexibility, and be their own boss. And I'm thinking this is kind of a millennial thing, too. You know, he doesn't say that, but I think I'm seeing that. Um, Wait, I see it, Anne, but I just spoke with Susan Siegel, who was the former CEO of the Washington Technology Industry Association. She had started one of the first uh, venture capital firms here in uh, Washington State. She is no millennial. She's got, you know, 20, 30 years under her belt as well, and she has just joined, if you will, this gig economy by finding a platform that looks for the senior-level CFOs and then farms them out at their leisure. And she was happily telling me, oh, yeah, I say no all the time, and then, oh, yeah, I'll take one, and I kind of like that one, but not these others. So she picks and chooses. It is that control, the flexibility, essentially her own boss, and there are platforms that are rising to serve this gig economy in every sector. So we don't and, see one yet for marketers, but we hope we will. And um, there are certainly so those CFOs. I think that the the uh, for the um, the the Susan Siegels of the world and people like you and me, in other words, uh, we who have the experience, um, I think that it makes perfect sense because why should we join a corporate structure and have to report through a chain when we can be much more effective bringing our wisdom to a corporation? You know, in a in a gig situation. But what I meant about the millennials is I'm seeing more of them do this. Totally agree. Than I expected. 
Yes, that's true. And, um, and that might make a lifetime variety of uh, jobs for them, as opposed to the traditional uh, work for one main uh, organization. The I don't know, the diversity of opportunity that comes with the existence of the web would certainly be an indicator on that. And then finally, more diversification, said Jennifer Witter, of the CEO of Borland Group. So what did Jennifer have to say about that? CEOs are going to be looking for additional streams of revenue. They'll be opening mm-hmm. new divisions, offering new services, something to bring in additional money outside of their primary area of business so that if there is a dip in the economy, um, a temporary dip, or their industry sector, the money will help provide a cushion. And the minute I read this, I thought about people in their personal lives doing Airbnb and Uber when there was a dip in, you know, the jobs economy and in the recession. And now what she's saying is that Partly because 2016 is a, is a somewhat uncertain year. You know, there's there's a lot going on this year that it's kind of a little bit like a bowl of unset je- jello for the moment. Um, so this is a one way that she suggests that corporations can buffer themselves. I would agree, and I think it's also cyclical. Uh, we certainly saw in the uh, let's see, the early uh, 80s and mid 80s, many major corporations were diversifying from their core business process and uh, attempting to bring in multiple revenue streams. The Boeing company, for uh, example, right here in Seattle, where I'm based, um, went out for wind energy and solar energy and all kinds of other things. They were going to go into space. They would do all kinds of things. And they closed them all down. They even created a construction company. They decided that their core value was their business building processes or something or how they manage projects. It wasn't so. It didn't work well and it all closed up. And then everybody talked about focusing on the one core thing that brings you your greatest profit. I do think that there is a cyclical nature to diversification and then back to core. I think we are at the point where you will see diversification. So that'll go on for the next five or six years. We'll see if it holds this time. I, th- I think it's it's being proposed as a survival technique for an uncertain year. Um, I agree. And, and, you know, the, we need to be aware of what we need to do in the world and not stay stuck just in one space because that's that is what we're doing smoothing but, out the revenue streams <laughs> yep we're out of time i can't believe okay. it and there's a whole year ahead of us what are we gonna do <laughs> well i suggest you grasp it with both hands go out and get yourself a couple of gigs spread around your knowledge get new uh skill sets so that you can smooth out that revenue stream and while you're at it don't forget to transparency and honesty in your marketing how's that all in one. That, that's great. <laughs> and tune in next week for what we hit for of CEO Coach. <laughs> Indeed. Till next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.